So it's good to have a deadline, but it's better to build a lifestyle. This is just so important. What's up, what's up, Ambitious and Fit fam? Hope you guys are having an awesome week so far. Girl, we are halfway through the week. We just got done with the Monday, the Tuesday. We're into our Wednesday. And y'all, Thursday and Friday, you know that those are not a big deal when it comes to work days. Those are the days where you know that the end is in sight in terms of the weekend coming up. And y'all, the holidays are next week. Christmas is next weekend. How insane is that? So I just want you to know you're at the end of the stretch here. You're almost into the holidays where you're going to be able to spend quality time with your family, your friends, your loved ones, or if you want just spend time by yourself or with your fur baby. We all need a good recharge, you know what I mean? So just know you're kicking butt, you're doing amazing, but the end is in sight and it will all be worth it whenever you go, get to that weekend and over that holiday week. So I am just so proud of you. This was such a good year for you. I know that it was, no matter how many ups and downs that you had, you got here, you are here for a reason, you are waking up today for a reason, and you have a bigger purpose that I know that you're working towards. So if anybody hasn't told you that today, I just wanna drop that in your earbuds. But y'all, we are definitely talking about one of my absolute fiery topics that I have wanted to talk about for months. Have you ever had a moment where you like think of something you wanna talk about, like two months ago, for example, or like you wanna bring it up to that one friend and you're like, huh, I should probably dive into this conversation with that person. And then all of a sudden you forget about it to, for two months or you forget about it for two weeks. Then you see that person or you think of that person like, oh my God, I forgot to tell you about this so long ago. That's how I feel about this topic today. We're going to be talking about my biggest fitness pet peeves. And I experienced all of them literally this week. So that's where why everything just like came to fruition. I was like, I need to talk to my besties about this. We need to dive in. This is going to be a little bit more on like the tea side where, you know, you and I, we're not just having our almond milk lattes or whatever lattes that we want to have at the coffee shop. This is me and you. We are at a really nice bar. We are drinking our skinny margaritas and we are just diving into everything, talking about life and these things in particular. So I would say that we were outside, but it's a little chilly for that, depending on where you're at. So we are inside at a beautiful bar talking all this all the details when it comes to the biggest fitness pet peeves. So I want to know also if you agree or disagree with these in general. So at the end of the episode, if you do agree with these, just send me a DM on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings fit. And I would be so happy to hear what your thoughts are, or even just take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram story being like, agree and tag me on it. I want to be able to do like a little hands up emoji, throw it your way because I love that we are doing this together. I love that I'm in your earbuds and we get to talk about this stuff together. So anyways, a little bit of a longer intro, but in general, I do have one other announcement, which of course you guys already know this is literally coming up, but y'all, 2022 is two and a half weeks away. It is right around the corner and I cannot wait to work with another amazing group of women to achieve their fitness goals and accomplish this with the 16-week one-on-one fitness coaching program. Y'all, my Ambitious and Fit clients, they achieve the most incredible results within those 16 weeks of the coaching program. And what's so amazing about this is that they become so addicted to their results, they turn this entire journey into a lifestyle 
that literally is just adding fitness to their life, adding it to their routine. They're taking care of themselves now, knowing that it's only going to help them a million years down the road. And it's just going to be amazing. So anyways, also, if you hear Apollo in the background, he has decided to join us on the podcast today. So don't blame him. He might get a little active on this podcast, but I love you guys. So we're family. This is pretty much how it all rolls. But in general, you guys, my mission is to help as many amazing driven women achieve and maintain the body of their dreams without sacrificing their busy schedule or personal life, right? Also, after diving into the framework and the results of my program with my mentors, you know, guys, I I talked about this on the podcast a couple episodes ago, but I am going to be working with a business coach in the spring, spring of 2022. We already have everything all set up, so I'm really excited about that, but they did tell me that I am for sure going to need to increase my prices based off of everything that I do for my girls in this program, but I'm not going to be doing that until 2022. They're like, Michelle, you need to increase your prices. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it until 2022. I feel like it's like a natural new year, maybe a little bit of a price increase. You never know, right? So I, they have agreed, but I am not going to be increasing my prices until 2022. So if you are interested in finally getting fit, feeling so good and confident in your body and starting the year right, now is the time to do it. Do it for you. Set yourself up for success in 2022. I give you the exact blueprint for your body with nutrition, workouts, full accountability to ensure that you are successful on your journey. And if you do want to learn more or even chat through your goals, we can have a little conversation about it. You know what I mean? We'll dive into it. Ask any questions. I'm an open book. You know me at this point. You fully know my personality. So send me a quick DM on Instagram with the words all in and let's chat some more. I'm in. I've had my fitness journey for the past seven years. I would say that it took me about two to three years to even find a good flow and work with a coach and work with somebody that was able to say, no, 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 you don't know what you don't know. Here's where you go from point A to point B. And they did it for me in less than four to six months. But yet it took me two two to three years to get there. I'm on a mission to make sure that everybody starts their goals and sees results and does everything they can to become the best version of themselves faster. I'm teaching everybody everything I know. You know I love sharing everything. So in general, I'm here for you no matter what. Even if you just have a general question to help you with your journey, just send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to help you. And I also want to just say, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I love you. And that's pretty much it. So now that we have talked about all the things, I am so excited and pumped to be diving into the topic that we've been dying to have a chat on for quite some time. Let's dive into the biggest fitness pet peeves that I have. And let me know if you agree or disagree. All right. So number one is One of my biggest pet peeves is people that are working out for external factors versus internal factors. I want to pair a little bit of a story with this because this has been something that's been on my heart and something I was just very annoyed because I saw the individual earlier this week who had said this to me, but... While I was working out, I was just stretching in the stretching area and there was this older trainer and he had come up to me and he was like, Hey, you're looking great. And I was like, Oh, well, thank you. I I appreciate that. Mind you, I have my headphones in and my head down, but yet he still was, you know, having the conversation. I know you guys all know how that goes. And he all of a sudden was like, Oh, well, what are you training for? And I said, Oh, I'm not training for anything. I, I'm I'm training really for my life. I'm training it for my lifestyle and what I'm doing. And he goes, Why? I was like, What do you what do you mean why? He goes, Well, you're already married. 
are you doing another fitness competition? And I was like, no, I'm literally doing this for my life. Like I'm, I'm doing this for me. It's, it's more about, you know, me trying to become the fittest version of myself to become the best version of myself, you know, all of those things. And he was like, oh, well, you don't need it. I mean, you're already married, so it doesn't make sense why you would have to do that. And I was like, well, good thing I'm working out for me. My husband already loves me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be doing all of those things, right? And um, and they were just like, oh, well, okay. And the fact that a fitness trainer, a trainer at a super nice gym came up to me and said that I should be training for somebody else or for some sort of beach or vacation or, you know, some sort of event going on in my life or another fitness competition. Like, I'm sorry, but screw you, man. Like, this is about me. This is an internal factor. My biggest pet peeve is people that are working out for others. Don't you dare be working out and getting better with your nutrition and doing things for you for other individuals. The reason why I love to have discovery calls and talk with some of my clients is because sometimes we need to figure out if the transformation is for themselves or for somebody else. And so I did have somebody um, in the very beginning when I started coaching a couple of years ago, and this individual had mentioned that her boyfriend said that, you know, she was on the thicker side and that she needed to work out, which I was like, hey, by the way, like your boyfriend sucks because like he shouldn't be saying those awful mean things to you saying that you shouldn't wear shorts because your thighs look big. Like, I'm sorry, but like the, your supportive partner, your person that's supposed to be in your life is supposed to be super supportive. It's supposed to be there for you and not make you feel like you need to go and transform or change your body. Like, I'm sorry, you have to be doing that internally, but that was what that person was going through. And I denied her the coaching services. I said, I, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I love you. I, I, I know that you have all these good things and I know you almost kind of want to do this for yourself, but it more so sounds like you're wanting to do it for somebody else. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. If you are, if you are wanting to go through an incredible transformation, it can't be for external factors. You have to want this for yourself. You have to want it bad enough. The beauty about fitness is that It's something that you can control. That's the most beautiful part about all of it. That's why fitness changes your life. It creates this mental, physical, and, uh, you know, discipline, even a spiritual discipline. Like all, it, it creates this discipline in your life and it gives you things that you can control whenever there are other factors in your life that you can't. You can control how much you're moving your body. You can control what you put into your mouth. You can control how much sleep that you get as, as best as you can, unless you have small little ones. Like, you know, I, I fully understand that sleep might not be as flexible, but at the end of the day, you are in control of your fitness journey. And you should be doing it for yourself and for nobody else. And so the fact that a trainer had come up to me saying that I needed to be doing it for a wedding or a competition or something else, I'm so sorry, but that is just, if you are talking to a fitness trainer or a coach or you know all of this stuff, it's amazing to have goals. It is incredible to have goals and something to work towards. Like That's what gives you the momentum or the initial motivation to get there, right? But that shouldn't be the, the end result at the end of the day, right? So... The main takeaway here is my biggest pet peeve is people working out for external factors all the time versus internal factors and just focusing on themselves and doing it for their livelihood, doing it for a lifestyle. So that goes straight into number two. It's great to have a deadline, but it's better to build a lifestyle. So it's good to have a deadline, but it's better to build a lifestyle. This is just so important. You know what's interesting is that 
people don't think about the fact that what you put in your mouth today, the, the nutrition, the workouts, the movement, the sleep, the stretching, all of those things, the mental work, the mental health, all of those things, like taking care of yourself translates years down the road, right? So for the next 20 years, the things that you're doing today and for the next, you know, 120 days or a year of your life are going to then translate into, you know, effects that happen later to the, you know, later to the body in terms of your overall gut health, your, your body, your overall health down the road, you start seeing those effects 25 years later. So if you're going out and drinking every single night, or you're eating 6 million cheeseburgers in a day, that's not going to be doing so well for your heart health down the road. That's probably not going to be doing so well with your weight whenever it's it's harder to move. So really making sure that it's, it's amazing to have a deadline. I had a deadline when it came to my competition. I had a deadline when it came to my wedding. When I have girls that I am coaching right now who have graduations, who have their sister's weddings or events or vacations, and that is incredible. That's amazing. That's what gets you started. That is what gets you started, but that shouldn't be the thing that keeps you going. Building a lifestyle is what should actually keep you going because your life actually depends on it. Your life depends on it. So number two, my biggest pet peeve is it's good to have a deadline that is incredible in the beginning, but at the end of the day, it's better to build a lifestyle. Number three, pet peeve, woo, I know, get a little hot and heavy, but this is one of my favorites and it's simply because I am living it and breathing it is it bothers me when people don't practice what they preach. So no offense to the trainers out there, no offense to anybody in terms of, I want to say like, you know, the skinny shelves out there and all this stuff, like not practicing what you preach and then you're, you're training others or you're coaching others. I'll use fitness trainers as an example. There are some individuals at my gym who are trainers and to be honest with you, like if I'm going to be working with somebody, if I'm going to be working with a trainer or a coach or somebody on my end, heck, even with my business coach, I'm going to be working with a business coach who isn't where I want to be or doesn't look the way I want to look and, you know, operate the way I want to operate. And so some of these trainers, they aren't fit. They, they, they aren't, they don't practice what they preach. I see them come in with, you know, different, you know, fast food restaurants and all this stuff. Like, me as your fitness coach, like I practice what I practice, what I preach. I, I need to be in the fittest shape of my life. I want to be a good example. I want to be a role model for the people that I work with. I want to be even a role model for my friends and my family, you know? And so for those who don't practice what they preach, like, I'm sorry, you can't be telling me that I should be working out a certain way when you don't even do it. Right? So that's just one of my biggest pet peeves is when people don't practice what they preach. And I know that you're even thinking of somebody right now or, or some sort of industry or just anything in general where you know somebody who doesn't practice what they preach right? So I bet that drives you nuts too. I bet it does because I mean, you can already tell it literally drives me insane. Okay. So number four, biggest pet peeve for Michelle. Um, I also call pet peeves bugaboos by the way. So if you ever hear me say it, it's just, um, it's something that I grabbed from one of my old coworkers, Brooke, and I absolutely love her. She's so great, but she has like bing bongs and bugaboos and all this stuff. Anybody that um, knows Brooke listening to this podcast, yes, you definitely know what I'm talking about. But anyways, a pet peeve or a bugaboo of Michelle is also the stigma that men only lift and women only do cardio. Everybody can go 
F off because that is so annoying. It is my biggest pet peeve, especially when a man says that. Like, no offense, this is an, a female empowerment podcast, you know what I mean? But like, guys, we have to get rid of that stigma. We we need to feel confident and be able to feel confident going into the weight room and get rid of the pet peeve of, you know, like men are the only ones lifting and women are only doing cardio. The reason why women are doing cardio is because they feel intimidated to be in a weight room full of all guys. I mean, some people like, I just don't care at this point. You know what I mean? But I mean, also you just don't know what to do sometimes and that's okay. But when you have a plan and when you have a a structure and you have a blueprint to know exactly what to do, women should be waltzing into that weight room and being the ones that are showing off how strong, independent, and incredible that they are building beautiful toned muscles and everything like that. So, and also, also like, Men, really quick, like little random pet peeve with that is men that are like grunting. Y'all, that is so annoying. It is the biggest pet peeve. I, so there was this guy earlier this week. He was lifting two, two dumbbells. Like he was just, you know, weight lifting with some, with his arms. And all of a sudden he was getting all red and was doing like really weird, like grunting noises. He and I had the exact same weight in our hands. And I was like, why are you grunting? Like, this is so ridiculous. Oh, I had to turn my music up. I could not. So that, and of course people not racking their weights back or putting the equipment back where they found it. That's just me being OCD. So that's a bit of a problem. But in general, um, what I would say though, is I, my biggest pet peeve is that the whole stigma that men only lift and women only do cardio, we need to get rid of that. Girls, we don't need to be doing a, a ton of cardio. We don't, we don't need to be doing that. And that's, that's not something that we like have to stick with whenever we're going to the gym. Like, don't be afraid of the weights. Get excited about them. Whenever you're lifting weights, you burn calories for a longer and ex- more extended period of time. And it shapes you and it gives you the the great butt. It gives you the abs. It gives you the arms. It gives you like everything when you're lifting. It gives you that beautiful sculpted look. So don't be intimidated by the weights. Don't let the men win. Like we deserve to have the beautiful muscle tone. And so my biggest pet peeve is of course that men only lift and that women only do cardio. That's not true and it bothers me as you can tell. But that leads perfectly in to our final pet peeve that you don't have to do 60 minutes of cardio per day in order to lose weight. Get out of town. 60 minutes of cardio? Like, are you nuts? Like, absolutely not. Nobody has time for that. You know what I mean? Like, And the reason why this is one of my biggest pet peeves is because I had talked a little bit about whenever I was working with a national competition coach, he made me do up to 70-0 minutes of cardio per day, broken out into two separate sessions. Mind you, I have a corporate job. I was literally, um, I was trying to figure out all my eating and yet he wanted me to go to the gym two times. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. And I just, I... And to be honest, like I barely did any cardio before my wedding and I looked better for my wedding than I did for the competition. You know what I mean? Like you can achieve so much. Cardio is there to use as a tool. It gives you endurance. It gives you heart health, cardiovascular help, right? That's what it means. You know, it helps warm up your body. It gets you primed. It increases blood flow. There's so many good things about cardio, but you don't have to exceed 20, 15, 20, 30 minutes of cardio if you don't want to. I know so many beautiful, incredible women who don't do any cardio at all. 
They don't do cardio at all. Now, is cardio a really great tool at the beginning of your fitness journey just to help kind of prime and every and get you exactly where you want to be? And then once you get to a great maintenance spot, you don't need cardio in your life anymore? Absolutely. But you do not have to do 60 minutes of cardio just to lose weight. And I did that back in college. I'll be very upfront with you. That's what I thought I had to do. I would put on a like Criminal Minds or what was it, Law and Order SVU and our Grey's Anatomy, and I would just put that up on the treadmill and just like every 15 minutes take a quick break, but then I would have to do 60 minutes and then a little bit of weightlifting and then leave. Like, get out. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You can still have incredible results by 15 minutes of cardio or even just going for a long walk with your dog or by yourself right? You don't have to do an hour long of cardio every single freaking day to make sure that happens. That's not even sustainable for the long term. So that is a Michelle pet peeve and you don't need to do it. So that's all we're talking about. If you have to go over 40 to 45 minutes of cardio based off your goals and the things that you're working on, with timeline and all of that stuff, totally understandable. But for sustainability, you shouldn't be exceeding that amount of time, period because it's not sustainable for the long term. You know what I mean? So anyways, that is a overall wrap when it comes to my biggest pet peeves when it comes to the to fitness in general. And I want to know if you agree or disagree. Definitely feel free to send me a message on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings fit to let your girl know. But a quick recap, Number one is my biggest pet peeves include working out for external factors versus internal. So in other words, working out for others, for other things, events, or all this stuff all the time versus doing it for yourself, for your psyche, for your mental health, for your physical health, for for you, right? Number two is it's good to have a deadline, but it's better to build a lifestyle, one that lasts forever. Three, Biggest pet peeve is people that don't practice what they preach. I'm not going to be learning from a, a super skinny chef if I want to like have the all the foods and all the things and all this stuff. I, I'm not going to be learning from somebody that's out of, if I want to get in shape, I'm not going to learn from somebody that's out of shape. If I want to make you know, a big impact, I'm not going to learn from somebody that's made no impact at all. Practicing what you preach is everything. Number four is that men only lift versus uh, women only stick into cardio. That is absolute crap. So there's that. And then number five is you don't have to do 60 minutes of cardio per day to lose weight. Biggest pet peeves. Y'all, I hope that this was so, so helpful. And I just want to know if you agree or disagree. But in general, guys, I love you. I hope that some of these things maybe like triggered some something in your brain, maybe like a previous belief, or maybe you have the similar pet peeves, or maybe you even have a similar story where something like that has happened to you. So in general, these are Michelle's personal bugaboos. Oh, and okay. So before we wrap up this episode, if you are interested in finally achieving your fitness goals going into 2022 and like the ambitious and driven women that you are, send me the words all in on Instagram and let's chat some more. But girl, go kick some butt this week. We're about to be in the holidays. We're ending 2021 strong and I love you and you got this. I'll see you later. Hey there. Hope you love the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. And I also just want to tell you, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Love you guys so much and catch it in the next episode.